Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Well, I'm talking about what I was talking about before, how you can become a steadfast Christian. Amen. I started on it last week. I said that um, you, you must be a strong Christian. Okay, and one of the definitions of a strong Christian is a Christian who's steadfast. Okay, why must you be a strong Christian? Because of the enemies we are battling against. Mm. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, the Bible says, Finally, my beloved brethren, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Why? That he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle, verse 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers and against rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. So the Bible tells us that even before we start out, we have a problem. These, the peop- these people have set themselves against us. How many of you, hey, what has happened to your hair? You have to do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What was I saying before? Before you start out in life, you are not looking for a fight, but the devil is fighting. What's your name? I would like to use your name today. What's your name? Glory. Rory. Rory. Rory Sani. Rory Sani. Before you set out, Rory Sani, am I right? Yeah. Before you set out, these four people are already fighting you. It's not like you like to quarrel. You are not a closer. Hey. Please edit that part out of the message. Like, it's not like you like to fight. Do you see? It's, you are not cantankerous. cross. It's not like you are out looking for a fight. But these guys, they are already fighting against you. And these four people, I say, one is principalities. A principal, anytime you hear principality, just think of the word principal. Somebody who has authority over a geographical area. There's an evil spirit that has authority over a geographical area. Every geographical area has an evil spirit who's in charge in that place. That's the first person who's fighting you. The second person who's fighting you is powers. Powers, which is powers that exist. Spiritual forces that exist. So sometimes people's behaviors are controlled by these evil forces that already exist. Sometimes you go to a, an area, there's an evil force that exists that, that makes people stab each other. And it's like it likes blood. So that area, always there's a stabbing, there's an accident, there's somebody has killed someone, somebody has fought with There's always a broken bottle somewhere. You know some areas like that. Yeah, always a broken... I mean, how many times will you see a broken bottle here. Do you get how many times do you find broken bottles where we are walking at? Do you get it? It means there's another 
power that operates here, which we will identify eventually. But you will be surprised some of our areas. Look, every day you wake up, bottles are... I know a certain street. Eh? Look, no matter what time of the day it is, whether it be day, noon, night, or dawn, there's somebody drank on the street. The name of that street is Christman Street. Christman Street. This part, I know there are other streets like that, but this one I know is called Christman Street. It's always somebody drank. No, you can you Google it, you find. I'm sure there are a lot of them, but it's one of them. I don't want the principality there to come and take me to court. <laughs> yes, yeah, somebody's drunk. No, people drunk. Lying on, the, and that, that, that particular street, the drunkenness, there's not this type of, the person's drunk and is talking, or the person's drunk and fully, they, they get drunk and then they lie down on this. In, in Kosa, they say, chovalali. Like, push him to sleep. Yes. Drunk and, you see a human being lying in the middle of the street like a log. So when you see, say, hey! Is it a real human being? A car will pass. You see the cars coming, avoiding. They are used to them. You avoid them like the way you avoid potholes. That's the power that is there. Then another one is rulers of the darkness in this world. And I explain. Look, I explained these things so much last week. I don't know why I'm going into it again this week. But rulers of the darkness in this world refers to the powers that move around in the dark. I explained to you that you will see everybody who goes to the nightclub thinks they can dance. They think they are master dancers. So they step out of the nightclub. Then they realize that, ah, they can't dance. But there's a certain force that oppresses there that makes you feel that you can dance. The color, the artificial darkness, the black and white light that flickers. It goes, you see, it's the light that is dancing, not you. No, you may be just sitting there not doing anything. No. The other person who's looking at you is seeing the light on you, thinks you are dancing. That's how you see yourself. But it's the club. Because it's something that is like, and all kinds of evils go down, go, go, go down there. Mm. Then we talked about wickedness. It's a spiritual wickedness, like just extreme wickedness. I told you I buried a guy. He had gone to rape a 94-year-old woman. A young guy, this guy was about 18 years old or so, had become a terrorist in the area. I knew him when he was 12. He had now become a terrorist in that whole area, terrorizing everybody. And then eventually he raped a 94-year-old woman. And the community got angry and they came and they cut off his head. Yeah, so when I was going to bury there's the head, then there's the body. They had to super glue it together for us to bury him in one piece. So these are the forces that are working against us. The Bible says we are wrestling against them. I told you 619, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, we are wrestling against this, these guys. That's why you have to be strong. You can't be a softy. You can't just be a soft Christian moving around. These forces that I have described in terms, they will defeat you. So you don't want to build up spiritual strength. And spiritual strength is different from physical strength. I'm dealing with two people right now. The one who is spiritually stronger 
physically looks weaker. And the one who's physically stronger is a spiritual buffoon. And weakling. It's like this one is weak. It's like, he has all the muscles, everybody weak like a baby. It's like a Christian who's sitting on the floor sucking his stuff. And the one who looks frail is rather the spiritual giant. So don't mistake in a six pack with being spiritually strong. Don't mistake in your height with being spiritually strong. Don't mistake in your size. I mean, you are as heavy as a hippopotamus. So it means spiritually you are grounded. You will be surprised. Build spiritual strength. What did you do? Rory San, yeah, good. Build spiritual strength. And I said, a spiritual, a strong Christian is a Christian who study. That's what I'm saying. How you can become a steadfast Christian. A Christian who is steadfast. I explain steadfastness to you as two things. One, to stay on course. Which is, if this is your line, you are just in your lane going forward. That is, that is number one, to be steadfast. And number two, is to come back on course when you go off course. I said when you go what? Off course. Not of course. Off course. Of course is different from off course. When you go off the course. Because as Christians, from time to time, because of the winds and the challenges and the things we are up against, we go off course. Amen. Amen. If you have been a Christian for just one year, you would have experienced going. Some of you, your off courses are daily. Within a day, you see four seasons. Some of you, yours is weekly. Seven days of the week, you go off on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And then Friday, you start to feel sorry. Then Saturday, you make your way back to God. And Sunday, you come to church. And Monday, you ride in the momentum of Sunday into Tuesday. Then Wednesday, you go off course again. It's, it's like a, a cycle. Some of you also go monthly. It's like a menstrual cycle. It's like a payroll. <laughs> yeah. But whatever it is, you have to make it back on course. Hallelujah. And making it back on course is what we call steadfastness. Steadfastness. So a Christian who you fall, there's a Bible, there's a righteous falleth seven times, and seven times he rises again. Because a righteous is supposed to be standing, not lying on the ground. So when I realize that I'm on the ground, I stand up again. When I realize that uh, something has hit me, I'm falling, I stand up again. That is what it is. Like I stand up to fight. Yeah, I stand up to fight. So I said, How do you develop steadfastness? Number one. I said that develop steadfastness by not loving the world. By not loving the world. Demas left Paul because he loved this world. He left Paul because he loved the world. 2 Timothy 4.10 says, For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. Amen. And I explained that anything you love, you move towards it. That's how life is. Anything you love, you move towards. He said he has de- deserted, loving, and is departed into Thessalonica. So it means there was something in Thessalonica he loved. I don't know whether it's the girls. Me, as for me, I suspect that it's the Thessalonica girls. 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe they had a lot of yellow bones. So he went there. He went, I'm sure they passed there once. When he saw this, wow. Since then. Hey. So even though they were in the ministry, he said, no, I need to go get myself a Thessalonian girl. Anything you love, you move to it. So be careful you don't love the wrong thing. Last week I gave you an advice. Ladies, guys, my only advice when it comes to relationship is number one, fall in love at the right time and with the right person. Because once you fall in love, no amount of talking will change you. Ladies, amen. Amen. I said, ladies, amen. Are you not a lady? Better say amen. Stop that. Stay amen. Brothers, amen. amen. Yeah. Fall in love with the right person. And at the right time. You can fall in love with the right person at the wrong time. And then the problem begins. Yeah. The guy is a good guy. Who's the right guy? A good guy. Yeah, you thought I was coming to give I declare prophetically this person. No, a right guy is a good guy. God made all of us. But you may fall in love with that person at the wrong time. He's not even ready to to be loved. Look, a girl was telling me about a relationship and everything. I said to her, listen, are you ready? Mm. I mean, I don't have any problem. I mean, how can I make your problem my problem, considering the number of problems I have? My only question is that you yourself, emotionally, spiritually, are you ready? Because you had just broken up a relationship just 21 days ago. So I ask, are you, do you think you are ready? That, that, that's a more important question to me at this particular time than even who the person is. Think about you. Are you emotionally ready? Because if you are not ready, that poor guy is going to suffer. Because you are not ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are going to bring all the issues. Because you were in a relationship, you broke, you just broke up with Julius Malema. Now you have come. When the, you see the guy wearing red, ah, you remind me of Julius. Yes. Then you start to punish that poor, somebody's poor son because of what Julius did to you. Look, one girl, she told me, a guy... He was angry at me one day. He took me to a riverside. Look, the stories I can hear. Even my mother is amazed at my stories. Took me by a river, a place with a river with water. And he bought a carbolic soap. Do you know carbolic soap? You see those soaps we used to wash dishes? Some are green, very strong. And in the night, in winter, and he, had, he put me in the water to bath the whole soap. And he was sitting out watching me as a punishment. Yeah! This story, I have not told it at Marysburg before. <laughs> my stories, I don't know where they come from. So whichever one I remember, I mean, my wife will be surprised to hear such a story. No, the person told me myself. Not that... Um, somebody had and somebody had then no 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 this is the person this is me so I hate men and now this girl is very beautiful she has all the natural resources for 
uh, a relationship and everything. Has two ears, two eyes, one nose, uh, two lips. I mean, everything. Yeah. So now you are in, you, 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 this person is going into a relationship. If I ask the person, do you think you are ready? Don't you think it's a legitimate question? Because this person is going to punish somebody. Look, anytime you tell her, go and bath. Problems. 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 Go wash dishes. When she sees the dishwashing soap, ah, it will trigger off some old issues. So, brothers and sisters, fall in love, number one, at the right time. When you are ready, when even the person is ready. Sometimes you fall in love with someone. The person is not, it's not, has, is not yet even ready to receive love. He, he's not yet ready to be loved, though. He's, in the, he's a good person, but he's in the state of, he's at the stage of, he's like a boy. He, don't fall in love with a boy. A boy represents somebody who's a child. So he's at that stage, he's playing games. So when you are falling in love with him, you are one of seven girls. You are like the colors of the rainbow. You are the colors of the rainbow. You are one of the colors. So if your day falls on Wednesday, Wednesday is your day. The rest of the week is ghosting you. Because it's somebody else's shift. You can't come where it's not your shift. You expect to be paid at the end of the month. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen? So fall in love at the right time. And fall in love with the right person or the right thing. Because anything you love, you will move to it. No matter who tries to advise you. No matter. Now, now you will see the person who is trying to advise you and help you will become your enemy. With 20 years experience as, as a pastor by the grace of God. This is one of the major reasons why I have become enemies of a lot of people. Especially ladies. It's almost like there's nothing in there. Fresh air, oxygen. Yeah, that's all. It's like, say, listen. Like the question I asked, do you think you are ready? It almost became a beast. I said, if you, are, you learn by experience, no problem. Just wait for you at the other side of the crossroad. Yeah. Do, do you get it? You are big. Eh? Bishop doesn't want, want, me, want me to be with anybody. I want to. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, what would you, what you don't want you? Do you think I want you to be alone? <laughs> Why would I want you to be alone? I want you to have be grow up nicely, marry, have a family, be in the church. All of us will be happy when I can see your children jumping and I say, "Hey, this one's head looks like you. This one's head looks like the father." And we are all happy in the church together. That's what I want. But it has to be done right. You see. So anybody who tries to advise you in what you are fall, if you fall in love with the wrong thing. The person will become an enemy to you. Now, that thing draws you away from God. Hallelujah. Number two, I give you two keys today and then we move on. The second way, develop steadfastness by not lasting after the things of the world. By not lasting after the things of the world. Mark chapter 4. In the parable of the sower, Mark chapter 4, we are going to verse 19. The Bible says that 
And the last of other things, entering in, choked the word, and it became unfruitful. It says, and the curse of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the last of other things, entering in, choked the word, and it became unfruitful. Here, the Bible says that the last for other things, the last for the things in the world, what the effect they have on the word of God that has been preached to you throughout the year, throughout your, like, they are choked by these things. So, every preach to you about being strong, we preach to you about the Holy Spirit, we preach to you about prayer, about the word of God, reading your Bible. It says, the last for other things come and choke. Do you, do you get it? Come, who has a small neck? Uh, dessert, come. Yeah, come. Do you see? It's like if I were to choke her like this. Please come. They want to put it on camera that I choked you. Do you see? Do you see? Like imagine I press it very tight. You know, even her whole neck can fit in my palm. Oh. So when people see the picture, they'll say, Pastor is very wicked. So a very wicked pastor. He took all the church members, slammed down. W.W. Raw. That's, that's his final move. Choke what? Aha, choke. So you choke and you slam. Now, if I were to press it, do you know what will happen? Oxygen. That is coming through her nose. Please be uncomfortable. Let me know, okay? It's coming through her nose. Cannot go through. I mean, the rest of the body all needs oxygen to survive. It goes and it comes. So I, I block the pipe. Do you get it? I, I block the pipe by pressing the esophagus tight. That is what it means to choke. And he says, when you last after the things of the world, the effect that that last has on the word of God that is being preached to you, the good word that is being preached to you, it's like it comes to choke it. Yeah. So now life doesn't go, air doesn't go down. The word of God becomes ineffective. Yeah, and it becomes unfruitful. It means it, it's not successful, it's not effective. Yeah, that's what happens. Now, what is last? Last is having an evil desire, a wrong desire for something. An excessive and wrong desire for something. Unfortunately, some Christians have a wild desire for things. For things. Sometimes just for clothes. It's like, I want to have some of this, 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 this. Everybody is wearing Cavella. There was a, see, there was a shoe, your shoe Cavella. It has the Cavella color. Because usually Cavella is like this color. Or, eh, say to, aha. Uh-huh. Every guy wants to have a Cavella. Bring it, let's use it for an example. You are taking pictures of people's. People's, give me, give me your, your foot. Lift it up. No, don't take off the shoe. Aha. Uh-huh. This one. Eh? Because if you take, we don't know what's inside. Cavella. Thank you. Everybody wants to have a Cavella. So you see guys. Is it usually just for guys? Ladies also have it. But most of my, 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 my time is guys that I see fighting over Cavella. And they will do anything. You see, some, a desire for something that will force you to do the wrong thing is what we call lust. 
this is. So sometimes even the thing will be good. The thing may be something good. The thing may not necessarily be something evil. You see, we will come to that, but the thing may not necessarily be something evil, but you, your desire for it. Sometimes you see the person wants to pass so much that they'll go and sleep with a lecturer to pass. Now, is passing an evil thing? No, but you want it beyond how much you should want it, such that you are ready to pay any price for it. So you see, the person has graduated. We've come for uh, graduation. The person has graduated with an STD, which is a sexually transmitted degree. That's what the person has graduated with. Sexually transmitted degree. Because the person used sex to acquire the degree. That's an STD. Yeah, yeah. Cum laude also. Cum laude means you read the professor. The professor. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you clear the head of department. <laughs> that's cum laude. Summa cum laude. That's the vice chancellor. <laughs> Lord, have mercy on me. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Sometimes we want something. We want something so much. We are ready to sacrifice all the good things in our lives for it. Sometimes even the good relationships you have. Sometimes you want something so much you will sacrifice the good relationship you have with your pastor for it. I know. I mean, this, 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 this girl I've gone to take. My arm and bishop will say no. So I won't come to church again. Because if I'm in church, that's when he will be able to say no. Don't remember the other day he told a story about a certain brother uh, that there were two girls that he told the brother to choose one. Then the brother didn't choose uh, option one or option B. Then it, uh, yes, he will begin to talk about it. So because of that, I'm not even going to come to church anymore until this relationship is over. Then you have sacrificed your relationship with your pastor for it. Sacrifice your relationship with God for it. Because you want it so. Bishop, you don't understand. Everybody has one. Everybody has an iPhone. So you don't know what people will do just to get an iPhone. Just for an iPhone. iPhone SS. There was someone. Yesterday I saw somebody with S what? SC. I saw somebody with iPhone SC. I said, ah. Was it yesterday? Yesterday was Saturday. No, Friday. I said, ah. Is it still around? Yes, it's still around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's smaller than iPhone 5. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you'll be surprised what people will do for it. Just to have that. I use an iPhone. Look, if you're at Huawei level, be there. Your iPhone level will come one day. Wait for it. Don't be in a rush. If you are at Samsung, maybe even some of you, you are at uh, the, the Mobisel. Akatel. Listen. Elomoto. Stay at Elomoto. Stay there. One day. One day your iPhone time will come. Yeah, you'll be surprised. A lot of the things we are sacrificing our, our education for, our family values for, our bodies for, our lives for, our hearts for, our relationship with God for, just give it another five years. It will be a useless something. 
Do, do, I don't know if you are old enough to remember when Blackberry came. Not that when Blackberry came, the days of Blackberry. Because Blackberry has been around for a long time. The BBS, is it BBS or BBM? BBM, BIS, something. They had some of, I never had a Blackberry because at that time it was at a Nokia level. Yes, I wasn't, I didn't graduate. I, I stayed with my, I never used a Blackberry before. Although, at the time, I wish I had one. Because when I see them, they say they are BBM or BBS. I, I was at Mix It. Mix It. Oh! And the friends I had, they don't want to chat with me or Mix It. They all want me to come to BBM. Hey! But it came to pass, yeah. It came to pass one day. One Blackberry day. was, it's now a useless. And black what? Nobody. Wait for your time. Wait for your time. Maybe right now it's one shoe you can have. Survive with the one shoe. A day will come. When you look at your shoes, you even be tired of them. There are too many. Wait for the time. If you want to get the shoes before they are time, you will pay a price you can't afford. Yeah, you pay a price you can't afford. So here you are, 19, 10, 20. You are robbing a 44-year-old man's belly. With, with Vaseline. With Vaseline. <laughs> You are rubbing. When somebody says, why are you rubbing? You say you are doing something. Because you are preparing him to ask him for a favor. Yeah, 44. The guy is 44. Twice your age and over. You are not worried. You are not afraid. What if the stomach explodes? Do you know what is in a 44-year-old man's belly? Boom, there's so much. The liver has, is on your face like that. What, will, what are you going to do? The smaller intestines are wrapped around your head. What are you going to do? <laughs> what will do? I said, what you do? See, it has exploded. Boom, on your face. Yeah. Ladies, listen. listen. Usually, ladies are the most vulnerable. That's why the Bible also describes ladies as the weaker vessel. Vulnerable in look, wait for your time. Do you get it? Wait for your, Rory Sunny. Wait for your time. Your time when your time comes in, you will look back and say, Why was I even rushing? But if you don't wait for your time, when your time comes, you can't even enjoy it because you have so much guilt. The corners you have cut. Yeah, just because you like something more than you should like it. Something more, more than is normal. Let's look in the book. Yeah. It says, last for anything apart from God's word is dangerous. It can ruin your life because you will sacrifice so many things to get what you want. There are Christians who will sacrifice anything to ride in a bench. They will steal. They will lie to own one. Such believers have a strong desire to have some material possessions and they will do all they can to have it. 
This strong, overpowering desire is what God calls lust. It is dangerous. It destroys. It is what? Dangerous and it destroys. Yeah. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4, the Bible tells us, even verse 3, the Bible tells us that God has given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. Okay? Through, which is the things we need for our lives and for our Christian life. And it says, through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and to virtue. Then he continues, verse, Where, whereby are given unto us exceeding and, and prosperous promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine, of, of the divine nature, having escaped, having escaped the corruption of this world, that is in this world, through lust. He says, there's a corruption that is in this world. It comes through lust. What is corruption? Corruption is something getting spoiled. There's a spoiling in this world that comes by lust. Whatever you lust after will destroy you. It will corrupt you. To be corrupted means to, to lose your original state. Hallelujah. When a corruption enters into you, your original state, what you were before, you lose that quality. I mean, if somebody were to give you a, 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 let's say, a necklace, okay? Let's say this um, Pilar Sandes necklace, like that. You may be surprised. If we put it in the sun, I don't mean this one, but a necklace that is looking like this one. If we were to put it in the sun for one hour, the color can change. You will see something that was gold. Now it's now, now brown. The color means it is now corrupted. The, 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 the quality is compromised. So he said, last compromises your quality. Yeah, last compromises your quality. So it makes you answer. I'm talking about how to be a steadfast, a Christian who's stable. You are always on track. Or when you go off track, you come back on track. You stay on course. How to stay on course? Avoid lasting after, after, after other things, the things of the world. Some brothers last after sex. Yes, sex. Sex. Yeah. I've dropped a bomb. Last after sex. So you do anything to have sex with anybody. Your state is being corrupted. It's being spoiled. Till you are eventually destroyed. Yeah. Till you are eventually destroyed. And the time to fix it is now. You see, listen. If you don't fix some problems now, you see, now that I'm talking about, it means God is being gracious to us and trying to help us out of some problems. Now you are young. We are talking about it. God has grace for you to change. Get out of this type of life. Because later on, you may even change later on. Say, oh, now I'm old. Now I'm wise. I won't do these things. But it becomes a problem that follows you. You can't stay married. Or you can't stay happily married. So somebody's daughter has come to marry you. Or somebody's son has married you nicely. But you can't be happy in the marriage. So you are there. And you are always reminiscing about 
Amanda, Angela, Anita, uh, Angelique, Angel. All these people. I, re- I remember those days when I was with Angelique. She was very angelic. She could fly. She could ride. She... Meanwhile, this poor girl you have gone to marry. Look, she's not into some of these, these, these your things. And nobody can be. Look, the things you see on your phones and television, they are all acting on. No, they are not true. Oh, no, you must be a fool to think that they are true. Do you think the camera moves by itself naturally? You see, they are sitting here, they are in position 42. I don't know which position that is. But 42. And there are about six cameras round about them with the director and everything standing there. Then they'll say, okay, five, four, three. Then whatever they do in position 42. They, maybe they nod their head, then they start nodding their head so that the camera will capture that part. Oh, you didn't know. Then, as they are not, the director will say, No, cut, cut. You are nodding your head too fast. It's not in rhythm. Take your time. You are nodding your head too fast. So, start again. Then, five, four. Then they start. And this is an Indian director. Cut, 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 cut. No, 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 no. Too slow, too slow. So in that scene that you watch on your phone, 30 seconds where the, 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 the I don't know whether it's the guy or the girl is nodding her head like this. No, I don't know why I'm bent like, okay, let me see. Nodding her head like this. They took about four hours to capture just that one Yeah. Oh, yeah. So stop. And guys are full of these lies. So they go into their marriages looking for these lies. Looking for these lies. And then you can't find it. Yeah. So as we are talking about these things, this is the time to change. It or else it becomes a lifelong problem. You can't by prayer, but you can't get out of it. It just sometimes the demon just goes to sleep a little because the pastor is shouting too much. This stuff, this the, usually he knows he knows the pastor's tongues, but this one they are a little different, so he doesn't know whether it's, it's scary. So I'm going to rest a bit. Two weeks later, he comes back. Look, one day, a pastor was casting out demons from church members in the church. And as they come out, come out. So then there was another guy on his way to church. When he got to the entrance, he saw a lot of demons standing outside. So he asked him, what are you doing here? So our owners are inside. The pastor is shouting at us. So we've come to stand outside. We are waiting. When they close and they are coming, we'll meet them and go with them. We we'll meet them. We are just in the inside. The, the pastor is there, but when they come out, we we'll follow them. That's how the problem becomes to you. So don't last for things. 
don't have an excessive desire for something. Sometimes you see people have an excessive desire for even the glamour of the world. The glam. You know, the, the world is filled with lights. Blitz, bliss, glit, glam, yeah. You see an unbeliever, 52 cents. So he has a lot of earrings, a lot of rings, a lot of them. You say, yeah, me too. No. Me too. 53. Yeah. 50 plus 2. Yeah. And sometimes even what you think you are seeing is not what it is. Yeah, I watched an interview of 50 um, some time ago. He said he doesn't drink. He doesn't drink. Yeah, he doesn't drink. You say A. You have to say A. But what they make you see is he's, he's holding a bottle, he's drinking. It's all Sprite. It's all for the music. He, does, he said two things. He doesn't drink. I think he doesn't smoke. Yeah. This whole thing came. He had... He, he, he had something that he used Snoop for. And Snoop smokes. He says he hasn't seen any human being that smokes more than Snoop. So they were asking, is it true you asked Snoop to stop smoking? He said yes. He asked him to stop smoking. So did he say, oh, Snoop, Snoop, Snoop will do anything that he wants to do. So he didn't stop, but at least I told him. At least I told him. And he, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't drink. But you, what you see is this gangster who's always on crack, always um, sweating on cocaine. Not, it's, all those things are not true. They're just made for the industry to make the money he makes. Yeah, he's working. One of the things he said that he always wears a bulletproof vest. So under that white singlet is a bulletproof vest. Because where Tupac and Biggie were shot, if they were wearing a vest, they wouldn't die. You see that all these things you didn't know. You are just following, go shorty, it's your birthday. Until the next day. Uh -huh, that's what you are following. You don't know. He says he doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, he doesn't lie. Like, that's, that's his, those are his principles. I won't tell a lie. If it's true, I say it's true, if it's not. So they ask, so even in your rap, you don't lie. So the girl asked, the, the interviewer was against her, so was it really shorty's birthday? <laughs> Do you even know a guy called Shorty? He says, oh, look, in every crowd, there's a Shorty. And by all means, it could be Shorty's birthday also. That's all. It's just a rap, but like in his life, he doesn't lie. So you don't know all these things. You are following 50 cents, moving around. Get rich or die trying. You will die before you try. So don't last after things. It corrupts you. I finish with this one. I'm about to close. Yeah. It says, to last after something is to have a strong, excessive desire for something. Usually, it is uncontrollable, sometimes obsessive desire for a particular thing. One dictionary calls last an animal desire. Be weary 
of all forms of love, lust, whether it's financial, sexual, financial lust, sexual lust, or power lust. Lust corrupts and destroys everything good. So I pray for all of us so that we will be steady and we will be, will be rooted in the Lord. Let us not last after things. Yeah, I know people who have a, I have a church member. Oh, let me not even say I have a church member, but I have a church member. Like wants to get married so. Even let me tell you another story. One day, I told the story there a lot. Depending on which one comes on top, then we go. One church member came to tell me she has seen a guy, she wants to marry the guy. Or the guy wants to marry her. I said, oh, good. Glory be to God. I said, who is the guy? So, shop. I said, oh. Fast forward. This guy is married with about four children. Yeah, and like it's like a Jacob Zuma hey, type of guy wants to marry her. So she has come to ask me to bless the wedding. I said, Me. I said, Why would you want? He said, oh, you see, I have to look out for myself. Time is going. Um, this, it's like just that, that, that desire for a good life. Today, the person has compromised their relationship with me because I've not said in me, I just said, I can't look. Whatever you will do, you will do, but I will not be the one blessing the evil. Yeah, I will not be the one blessing the evil. No, no, no. No, I can advise you, but I will not be the one. So compromise their relationship. I can count from that day up to today the number of times the person has come to see, like, seen me. I think maybe once. It's been almost, it's the, in the middle of COVID. It's now two years. One per year. Yeah. One, I mean, I, it's not like the person lives in China and I live in um, Zimbabwe. We live at the same place. So it's like a calculated effort to avoid me. That's what last does. It's like a desire for a good life. I said, look, God can give you a good life in so many different ways. Just wait for it. No, no, no. I want to marry this guy. Come and make it official. I said, yeah, I can't make it official. There are a lot of priests in the, in the world. You can't get anybody to make it. But me, I can't. If you say yes, it can work. I said, I can't say yes for it to work. Don't have a desire for something that is so much that you lose control of yourself. It will lead you to do things that you are not supposed to do. And when you do these things, what will happen is that it will take you off your Christian walk. And it will break you down. I pray for everyone here that God will give us the strength. Number one, the wisdom to notice the things that our hearts are hardly drawn to. And the strength to pull our hearts out of it. The strength before it destroys us. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet.
Let's share a word of prayer as we close. Lift your hands. Let me pray with you. Father, thank you for everybody who's here present. Help us identify the things that we are lasting after. The things that we desire more than we should. In the name of Jesus, give us the strength to pull our hearts out of them, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver every single person under the sound of my voice from desiring and yearning excessively after things, from lasting after the things of the world which have the ability to choke your word that is in our life, therefore making that word unfruitful. Help us in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from the trap of the devil and from the evil one in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You are here this morning. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to invite Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and be my Savior. You are here like that. Every eye closed, every head bowed. I want to pray with you. And say, Pastor, please pray with me. Help me to invite Jesus into my heart to be the Lord of my life and be the Savior of my life so that I do not go to hell. If you are here like that, please lift up your right hand quietly. Don't open your eyes. Just lift up your right hand quietly. And I will pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to become the Lord of my life. Lift up your right hand. I will pray with you. I will pray with you. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that you, Jesus, are the Lord of my life and the Savior of my life from today. Thank you, Jesus for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? And you may be seated in the presence of God. All right. Are you blessed you came to church? Did you learn something today? You are asking me about what did you learn? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.